Welcome to another episode of Diva Court. You can't help this I'm your host, Marsha Mignot, and with me is my co-diva. I just want to say they got an Easter sale on dresses. <laughs> I got mine early. <laughs> cray Cray Diva Dana Tire Slashing Smith. And don't you forget. See how long her name is? It will not fit on a job application. <laughs> tire Slashing Smith. We are, we are not <laughs> responsible for the things she's going to say, okay? Oh, I, can't, I don't even know what I'm about to say today. She doesn't, because this show is for edutainment purposes only. <laughs> Please look for our episodes each Wednesday where we push them out for you listeners. We want to make sure you get your edutainment for the week. And notice we do them on Wednesdays because that's hump day. Hump day. That's your struggle. You got to make it through the week. Yes. And we want to bring the edutainment so you can. Now. Make sure that you catch our videos, though, listeners. You got to go to YouTube and subscribe because we want you to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe so you can see all this beautiful Easter. <laughs> yeah, our Easter Sunday wear. So you can see all this beautiful Easter wear <laughs> that my coat <laughs> I couldn't find... You know, the right dress in my closet. So I called my grandma. Yeah, my co-diva said <laughs> she called grandmama and got and her a diva this, dress. Thank you very nice, much. This nice little lace. I think she looks gorgeous, <laughs> listeners. Go make you're sure you check out that video. She's gorgeous and she doesn't even know it. But this episode is sponsored by Cutie Nails and Spa. Hey, cutie. Cutie Nails and Spa does manicures, mm -hmm. pedicures, Get them toes done. facials, and lashes. <laughs> Don't forget those lashes, ladies. It will take your beauty to a next level. <laughs> Join Cutie, go to Cutie Nails and Spa and enjoy a spa experience and let a team of cuties take care of you. Hey, cutie. I'm going to go over there to Cutie and take some Diva Court pictures while I'm there. We should. Have to. Where you want to go? Cutie Nails. Maybe we should film at Cutie Nails. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. We'll do our live show over there. Okay. All right, Cutie Nails, we're coming to you. <laughs> Topic number one, R. Kelly gets sentenced to 30 years in prison. It's a lot of prison time. Boy, that's a lot of time. They probably gave him the prison time they was trying to give to Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Right. We sir, got one. <laughs> sir, we had some leftover that Bill didn't serve, so we're just going to give it to you. <laughs> right. We got one. It's like a fish and you just, where's the net? We got him. I'm sorry, R. Kelly. I'm sorry you had to take that extra time that was left over, you know. But I, I think it's, it's still sad that they used Rico yeah. to convict him. I don't have a problem with R. Kelly being convicted for inappropriate sexual conduct with minors. But I have a problem with, number one, mm. I couldn't find a minor. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody whose age I checked when they said he started was not a minor. Number two, I could not find a team for the racketeering. That's true. I couldn't find an enterprise because an enterprise requires more than one. Now, though you couldn't find a minor... Were they at the age where they could consent or they were beyond 18, period? That's the problem I have is these victims were at the age of consent. Okay, so they weren't 18. No, these, these people are like 17. All the, t the testimonies that I heard were individuals 17 years of age and older. Because okay. remember, making of R. Kelly or the victims of R. Kelly or the Netflix series did not include any minors. There were women in their 30s mm. that one of them was a radio personality okay. that was like 32 or 35, alleging that the control that was exercised over her. You know what's very hypocritical about America? We celebrated that book, Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. Bondage, oh bondage, sold out, sold out. The bondage movies was sold out. The movie was sold out. The book was sold out. Everybody wow. wanted to be locked in chains. Nobody saw a problem with it. Nobody seen a problem with it. Hypocrisy at its highest levels. It's the culture. And like, how is it acceptable in the culture, but it's not acceptable in the culture? Right. <laughs> because it depends on what culture you're talking right. about. 
And if these women are not, if they're at the legal age of consent, where's the crime? That's my problem. Mm. So your testimony about I felt controlled and, you know, I was not allowed to, you know, take pictures of certain areas and I was not allowed to, you know, speak to certain people. And is that not part of the security of a star? Like when you when you work for Beyonce, mm -hmm. do you not have to sign a non-disclosure agreement mm -hmm. stating that you're not going to talk about what you witness in her home? Do you not have rules that say you cannot videotape certain areas or any area right. whatsoever? Right. What star, what superstar does not have rules as it pertains to comings and goings at their properties? And if you wanted to leave, you just couldn't come back. That's it. In fact, in the Netflix series, one of the young ladies left and wanted to come back. <laughs> and R. Kelly said, no, you cannot. Mm. So it's not even kidnapping. See, it's not even kidnapping because they ain't charging with kidnapping. They did not charge kidnapping. So yeah. I'm. St I still have a problem, people. I still have a problem. I don't have a problem, like I said, with people or adults having sexual contact with minors. But I have a problem with abusing the law to. Okay, I, I don't Wait, think I said that on? right. Pick that, I don't, I I don't like, think I said that right. I okay. Okay. I don't. I don't. Let me rewind. Let me rewind. Let me rewind. I think my rewind. face went like. <laughs> let and me then rewind. you and, and I was like, well, maybe I heard this wrong. But okay. Then when okay. I looked over so, here. so 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 I misspoke. I meant to say I have a problem. Right. I don't have a problem with them being convicted. I don't have a problem with them having thirty-year sentences. In fact, lock the door and throw away the key. Dig a hole. Put them in it. You know what I'm saying? And and if I'm not careful, but let's talk. But I but you. What you said is, I don't have a problem with something with minors. Right, with That's adults me. having sexual contact with minors. That's what, what I meant is, I don't yeah. have a problem with adults Consenting being convicted. Adults. No, uh, with being adults convicted. being convicted okay. of having sexual, inappropriate sexual contact with minors. Okay. So the word okay. convicted That's just didn't come out. Okay, I think you was going to say. Before I said I don't my have sentence. a problem with adults being with consenting no 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 i have a problem even if the minor is consenting because i don't think a minor can consent yeah, that's what we need period to clarify. i yes. have a problem too <laughs> even with young adults even if they're adults i still have a problem with uh, adults having sexual encounters with young adults yeah. so i'm against the, the man that's got a wife 20 years younger than him sorry sir so what if he's like so if he's 40 and his wife is 20 i got a problem with that I have a problem with that. Because there's something pedophilic about him. In my mind. In my mind. Because she's so close to being to young, like, to being so young yeah. and inexperienced and not enough life experiences yeah. to make choices for her own. And I think at 20, she's still very pliable and can yeah. be manipulated. And, you know, a lot of times you're still trying to find yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially as a young woman, depending on her childhood, depending on her upbringing, depending on her confidence level, her self-esteem, so much can play a role in why a 20-year-old would want to engage in a relationship with a 40-year-old. See, And, I mean, I more so understand that aspect than a 40-year-old wanting to engage in a relationship with a 20-year-old because, and when I say 20, I'm talking about early 20. I'm not talking about 25. I'm talking about early 20. When I look at you, you look like you could possibly be 16, 14. Right. You look extremely you childish. You look like you should be 14. But you're 20, so I got to pass. Yeah. But I wish you would have been 14. But right. since it's legal because you're 20. I'm going to stick with 20. I'm going to stick with 20. Yeah, that's why I don't like that. it. That's why I don't but like I it. But I understand a 20-year-old, let's just say she doesn't have that guidance. She doesn't have that father figure. But she finds a man. She thinks he's attractive. She's of age. He can provide for her. I get that protection perspective. I just don't understand it being flipped the other way because that's more pedophilic. Because... Unless she, if she's 20 and she look like she's 40, then it'd be different. Right. But the look also says to me, <laughs> where are you going with this? Exactly. You know what I mean? Where are you going with this? It's a little too close to, you know, having someone that's underage. What, what are you satisfying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When the person yeah. actually looks young. If the person does not look 
childlike. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Then I can understand it. It might not be anything nefarious associated with what's in your head. Yeah. If she doesn't look childlike and she doesn't act childlike. Then, then I can understand. I'm like, oh, she's a mature 20 year old. Oh my God. She behaves even more mature than some 40 year old. But if she's asking you for money for gym shoes, we have a problem. Well, not even just gym shoes. Can I go to the <laughs> carnival? <laughs> Can you take me to the mall? Can I go to the circus? <laughs> I really like the cotton candy. Can we go see the new Sonic movie? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's where we are questionable. Questionable. We know legal, but questionable. But that that that's my issue is how he was prosecuted. <laughs> the laws we use to prosecute yeah. him. And, and I don't think we should be bending the rules to get to a certain outcome. Just I think we should. The rules are the rules. And if you want to bend them, go change them legislatively, like Alito said, as it pertains to Roe v. Wade. Because yeah. that's what Alito is saying. Alito yeah. is saying if you want somebody to have a legal abortion in your state, go elect legislators that's going to pass laws in your state so that you can have a legal abortion. Well, before because we don't believe be, that's our business. Before um, they start hating you, let them know that you are pro-choice, pro-freedom of choice. Let them know that because they're going to hear that one little clip it about Alito said that if you want abortion, you better change your laws. And they're going to be like, oh, my God, she doesn't leave my free choice for what is Okay, so let that's me clarify. Not, that's not your bag. It that's was a comparison. So, right. Okay, please. so the comparison was, if you want R. Kelly that badly, go to your legislator, yeah. tell your legislator to change the law, yeah. reduce the age of yeah. consent to less, pass some legislation that says if you have young females in your home, you can't pass any rules regarding them calling family, you can't pass any rules, make it a crime. Yeah. Make it a crime. And then if R. Kelly wants to live in your state and still date young women, 17 and 18 yeah. and 19, he needs to move. Wait, did you say reduce the, the legal age of the consent to less? That's you all to Okay, this is opposite day. Okay, this is opposite day. We're going to cancel this episode. <laughs> You keep messing up the do, you need, do you need some sugar? This is, is opposite day. <laughs> this is opposite day. Okay. <laughs> Raise the age, people. <laughs> Raise uh, the age. What of is going on with you today? Raise the age of 21. There you go. Raise the age of 21. How about we just come up with one age? 21 for everything. 25. No. You know why I said Matter of fact, 25. Make it 25. you cannot... Rent a rental car because they don't think you're they can't. Enough. Not until you're 25, you can't rent a car. So you know what? So to, if Diva Court wants to express something right now, Please this is this is an expressionable moment. Listen, what this is: the fact that I'm confusing the ages is because there's so many of them. Okay, you are 17 for a crime in some states. Yes, 18 for a crime in some states. 19. 19 for a crime in some states, 19 to sign contracts in some states, 21 to sign contracts in some states, 18 to sign contracts in some states, 25 to rent a car, 21 to buy alcohol, 18 to go to war. I can't keep up with the years, people. Bear with me. If you would just make one year, I wouldn't have to be so confused <laughs> right. as to whether you're raising it or you're lowering it. And if you confuse and you ain't trying to, to Hello, inflict any harm on Can you imagine people, the people who are really trying to inflict they probably harm? Know. They, they probably they do probably know. know. <laughs> I know. They have memorized me the age. Show before <laughs> I get in deep. Why I need to, hold on. That's what, where I have the problem. Why do I need to show you ID? Am I looking at Because he's looking for you to be legal, ma'am. He that. wants to make sure that he's not committing a crime. But, That's a good person. But at a certain age, people don't even ask for ID. Like people can look no, at you. No, no. He not says, y'all coming for me. So I have to protect myself. This is before they was coming. This is before. They, no, no. He knew they were going to come. Because <laughs> he was He was preparing it. for them. Show me the ID. Um, he's putting his defense. Hey. Out. I show ID. Hey. You remember no, that no, no. song? I asked for ID. Okay. What more do you want me to do? When I looked at the identification and she said 25, what more did you want me to do? Okay. Now you shouldn't be issuing out fake IDs to these people or you should be locking up the agencies that issue go. these fake IDs. How about you police that? You police fake handbags more than you police. <laughs> At least fake ideas. <laughs> 
Okay? Don't you sell that fake Louis Vuitton at the swap shop because they will come and they will arrest you for that. They police fake pocketbooks more than they police children getting (laughs) fake IDs to get into clubs and to give R. Kelly. (laughs) To find them R. Kelly in the first place. Hello. So I don't agree with you. That took me to two topics. One topic was about being on a on a website where you had to be 18. And then the other topic took me to the, you know, I guess since R. Kelly created this cult-like environment. Right, an empire. Which is not illegal. It's not illegal to be in a cult. Well, you have a lot of religious cults. Right, and it's not illegal. So maybe he should have said, I'm a religious because singer. if you were a religious cult, they'd have left him alone. They'd have left him they would have let him get an entire compound. They would let him have <laughs> women on it with long dresses that look like Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> they would let him have men that come in and let him do it. Man. You understand? They would allow him to have children that he actually turn around and have children with. <laughs> Think about it. Okay, let's talk about Warren Jeffs. What are we talking about, people? (laughs) Warren Jeffs. We have now transitioned the conversation for our listeners from R. Kelly. I'm being clear. I'm being clear. clear. (laughs) They've asked me to be clear. And they said I started the show very gray, very fuzzy gray, blurred lines, like they would say. Just completely wrong. (laughs) Flip. Opposite day. I went opposite day. Now this is regular day. Okay, let's transition to Warren Jeffs. What Codiva's talking about is Warren Jeffs and the compounds compound that he was able to put together everyone knew about it parents knew about it unlike even r kelly where the parents was claiming i had no clue when i signed over my 14 year old to this guy that has been charged and got not guilty for having intercourse with young women who 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 suspiciously was married to a 14 year old right who no 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 wasn't suspiciously who was married according to the records to a 14 year old only to find out that she couldn't consent without parents signature (laughs) and they had to annul it all that was in the news all that was in the media but these parents came behind them and and said here you go we don't know anything about that we don't know anything about your high profile criminal case (laughs) where you got a not guilty verdict because the video was so fuzzy we couldn't tell if that was you or if that was the young lady and the lady you all alleged it was came back and said it wasn't me but I I'm only making the connection so that I'm clear. We are now transitioning listeners from the R. Kelly 30-year sentence with Rico to Warren Jeffs. Why was Warren Jeffs not charged with Rico is my question. Yes, I was watching the Netflix. The reason why we're talking about not only are we talking about it because of the comparison to R. Kelly, but they have the Netflix series out. um, Keep Keep sweet. Sweet. Okay. And it just shows you that this compound was created for a pedophilic human trafficking Purposes. farm. Not Didn't even a purpose. That's a farm. It's a farm. Wow. So we it's were creating victims. And not only should Warren Jeffs been charged, and he was, his first charges of um, being a rape accomplice was overturned. But then he got charged again once they raided the compound and they found videos, uh, recordings, audio recordings of him having sex with a 12-year-old with Grown women participating. 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 Because you're an active participant if you fail to prevent your minor child from having in course. In fact, in those compounds, sometimes what is going on is the women are even selecting which victim, because I'm calling them victims. No, the dad. The, the dads. Oh, in that situation, the, the, the dads. The fathers was, are selecting. Whoa. Because what they want, they hand over their children so that. It's a pyramid scheme. They hand over their children so that someone can hand them a child. So they just. Oh, so you got to graduate. So you got to hand over your kids so that you can become the Warren Jeffs. So it's like a, a promotion. Well, you won't become Warren Jeffs, but you get, if, if you don't give up your children, how are you going to get somebody else's child? So you, and when I say somebody that is else's a farm. child, oh to, my become God. A, become a, to be married to someone right. else's child. To get these child brides. Exactly. So you have to give up your child. And at first, you know, they were of 18. Like there was one guy who eventually came out of it. He was kind of forced out, but he actually started seeing it. He was an engineer. So he came in as an engineer. He liked the uh, culture about, you know, raising the kids, having more than one wife. But he was not giving up his kids until they were of the age of 18. Okay. And then he so was, he wanted his children to be adults. Yeah. Teen but then adults. he started seeing the age go younger and younger. And he started seeing that, oh, this is crazy. And that, so when they he rebelled, saying, they were like, you got to go. You got to go. They put him out. But... Yeah, so the the girls' ages got younger and younger to like they were 
it was like 17 to 13, 14, 12. Oh. And it started getting younger and younger. And what ended up happening was that they took the children from the moms. They said, if you want to go to Zion, because this is a place where it's, everything is great and it's beautiful. Oh, so the heaven Zion. Yeah. It's in Texas. They didn't tell them where it was at, but it was in Texas. They took the children from the parents. So they talked to the dads. The dads gave up the kids. This because, is of course, the dads. If that's not Texas. Rico, I don't know what yeah. is. And how come he wasn't charged with racketeering? Because exactly. he had an enterprise. A whole enterprise. He had fathers. He had mothers. He up. had kids. Giving them up. And you know what was even worse? So there were daughters who were begging the mom because after after a while you can't talk to the dad. The dad got agenda, right? But you begging your mother, I to don't stop want dad to from go be me go married to this eighty year old man. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And you like, no, you gotta go. You gotta go. Submissive as I and don't know what. Nah, not submissive. Uh, accomplice, accomplice, accomplice. Let's let's use criminal let's use, conduct. Let's not use victim words. Let's use real accomplice. Words. And let me tell you why I feel like that's a problem. So you send off your kids. They don't see them for years, years. They don't see their kids for years. And then when the FBI gets word because two um, women who are part of the community went to the FBI, like this is what is happening, duh, 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 telling them everything, trying that's to rat happening, it out, trying to, you know get rid of this farm, they go and raid the Texas place, and they got all these children. They take all the children and take them to defects. You know, defects can't even handle the two, ones. The they, two. The, the two that the they have they already in custody. So defects has them in this school and has beds and stuff like that. And in order for the parents to see them, they have to be their natural birth parents. So you would have to come. So eventually – the parents that belong to these kids had to come because some of the mothers, they didn't want to give their kids away, but they, they, they had, had no to. choice. They had to. They those were outnumbered. Were, those were the ones that were submissive. But then the other ones were like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So the moms will come and will, will go on the news and say, the FBI took our kids. No, bitch. You gave these kids away to these men for a pedophile farm. And the FBI had to come in and, and save FBI them. Save them. And now you mad at the FBI. You weren't mad at him. You ain't seen these kids in years. But you weren't mad at Jeff's when he had the kids. No. And so that is why I don't feel like the mothers were, you know, victims. Victims. They were accomplices because they went on the news. Oh no, we never knew. Of so here, here's what came comes to my mind when yeah. you say that. So if those mothers are not victims of the mind control exercised by Jeffs, how come R. Kelly's victims are victims of the mind control that they're alleging that R. Kelly exercised over them? Because you know that's part of the argument. Well, they wanted they see the mothers were giving their kids away. No, no, no. My my point is that the mothers who are giving their kids away mm -hmm. are now going to raise the argument or can raise the argument that I really didn't want to give my child away, but I was controlled. Because remember, you just said that there were two groups, one 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 group that really didn't want to do it, but went yeah. along well, with it anyway. Well, the ones that didn't want to do it, because you, you could just tell that the story, the stories were different. The ones yeah, that, but the ones that really didn't want to do it, that did it anyway, right. can allege, I'm a victim, I didn't want to do but it, I was not that numbered. went on the news and lied and said, oh, they weren't sleeping with 12-year-old girls, and, and knowing that they were, knowing that they were married to child brides, those are the ones that your statement made you accomplice, because you lied. We're going to hold you to your statement. You don't, your, your daughter's 12, married to this prophet, and you're telling me that you didn't know? About the marriage? About the marriage. Wow. That's so where was your daughter for the last two years? Right. Where your daughter been then? Exactly. Okay. Compared to the but, one where they But died. I don't think even the ones that didn't want to participate can consider themselves psychological victims. And the reason I would say that, because if they're psychological victim, if they're not psychological victims, and they should be prosecuted too, then so should the parents in the R. Kelly situation. So the one that the the one or two that I'm talking about, the one that was on the Netflix, I'm pretty sure it was other ones. She didn't know where her kid was, so they took the kid, you know, under the guise of church stuff. She didn't know what where her kid was. She didn't know what was going on. She so she practiced up, willful blindness. <laughs> when she went down to go get her kid, she didn't go back to the compound. She, she got her kid. She and got left. her kid and left. Okay. The reason why she didn't leave because she didn't know where her kids were, and the minute she would have got out, there would have been no way to for her track to, her children. To track her children. Okay. So once she went down, 
And she and her kids didn't even know who she was. How do you don't recognize your mother when she gave they you were away? Young. Yeah, they were young, yeah. so they didn't recognize who she was. She grabbed her kids, and she never, she never, she, she never went back. She never went back. So that's why I'm saying she shouldn't be prosecuted. Because, I think she should. Well, then I'm not mad at you. I think she should. <laughs> I do. I, I think if we reco in, let's reco everybody. 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 Re- enterprise, baby, enterprise. Who turns over their child yeah. to an adult male? And wants to use the excuse of, I didn't really know where my kids were, so I didn't leave. You know, I just stayed because I really wasn't certain if I had left, they could find me. Baby, there's DNA. We will find you. All you have to do is go to law enforcement and say, I used to be there, and I have a a child there. They were living in Utah. No, but that's my point is, if she had contacted the feds, because I'm sure once the bust occurred, then it got on the news. Well, that was after the bust. So she was able to get her kids after the bust. Yeah, but before, even before the bust, Mm -hmm. if she says, all right, they're forcefully taking my children. I don't know what else to do. I'm leaving this joker. I'm going to contact the federal government, and I'm going to let them know where I was when I my children were taken from me and that I need my children back. Yeah. That's going to get the feds yeah. in the gate to get her kid back because they're true. coming for that child. And in they're coming to get that one. They're going to be able to rescue all the other ones when they get in there and see all that pedophilia and video yeah. and audio and all that foolishness going on. Because yeah. now that gives the feds a reason to come in. And let me tell you, there were children that were 16 and pregnant. Jesus. When it, the when defects wrapped them up, yeah. 16 and pregnant. Now, I don't know. Maybe those the father of those children were arrested and convicted, but it's like they gave the kids back. <laughs> they sent the kids back to the compound. So the 16-year-old that was pregnant was sent back to the compound? Eventually, because they were going through the legal process, and because the FLDS had so much money, so many lawyers powerful in the news they couldn't the government couldn't even handle the case wow. that's how bad it was that's a rico right there but that we're busy with r kelly rico. instead of doing that rico right we spent all that even money the police okay so the compound was so big that the the guys who lived there also was in the, the police department so jeez even they were like you know turn it of course they would turn the blind eye because they wanted a child brighter three right you know, is I'll have some. Whole, yeah, that's, that's sad. That is sad. But I think that is a big, um, a big problem. And that that goes to you know Netflix has been pushing out some some, some good what yeah. some documentary prison time series. Yeah, <laughs> look <laughs> here. You better not get caught on Netflix in a series. When you hear <laughs> it's a series, Netflix is interviewing people. You better hit the road, Jack, because they back. are coming for you. Because as soon as it airs and people see it, because a lot of times the general public is unaware of these ongoings because you're not in Utah. You don't live there. It's not on your regular news station. It doesn't come out. You know what I'm saying? So you you, you don't know until Netflix puts the story together, starts interviewing victims and people who are going to tell them what happened while they were in there before you see this kind of stuff. But it's crazy. Talking about crazy, we have Brett... Parsons is a former D.C. law enforcement officer that's arrested in Boca Raton, Florida, for having inappropriate sexual contact with a minor. Yeah. 16-year-old boy was police, according to the story, police was tracing two vehicles. The two vehicles were trailing each other. Then the two vehicles were pulled over and stopped. And when you say tracing... Trailing. Trail. No, yeah. no, no. You said the two vehicles were trailing each other. Right. But you said the police were tracing. What, what do you mean by that? The, the police was watching, like watching. sitting on the side of the road, you know. So why is that even a crime? Well, that's my problem. When I read the article, it was unclear as to what probable cause the police had to have pulled over the vehicle in the first place. Mm. So I don't know if additional details are going to come up or if... Brett Parsons, this former law enforcement officer, is going to have his charges dismissed because there was not probable cause to have stopped the vehicles in the first place. Yeah. Because not because two vehicles are following each other. Does that give probable cause to pull them over? There has to be something else associated with the vehicles. Yeah. I saw one with the lights out. I saw one speeding. I saw one hit the brake real bad or they were following really closely. And that concerned me. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't see enough for the stop. I know we're not at the stop. We passed the stop and we had the arrest because the interaction with Brett Parsons was that he's like, I don't know that guy. Well, before we even go deeper into the story. So if I, so I got pulled over maybe a couple of years ago. And when I got pulled over, um, let me let me just describe. So I'm driving a little car, had my do-rag on because I had my hair wrapped up, so I wanted to be cute when I showed up for work. Had my little suit on, ready to, you know, do some work, and got pulled over. And the police officer said that they pulled me over because I didn't have a seatbelt on. And I did have my seatbelt on. So he asked me for ID, and I didn't want to give it to him. Like, do I have the right not to give it to him if I'm not in violation of a law? Well, if he pulled you over for something that you weren't in violation of, he can actually ask you for identification. Because law enforcement is allowed to find out who they're interacting with. And the reason he has to know who he's interacting with is because say you were a serial killer and you were leaving the scene of a killing and he was just fortunate enough to have believed he's pulling you over for not wearing your seatbelt. That's what he said. I have probable cause to pull you. I said, no, you. well, you don't because I got my seatbelt on. So now what? Well, the interaction with most officers would end at that. If he walked up and said, oh, my God, I'm sorry, you did have your seatbelt on. The interaction would end there. Officer has the discretion to say, before I say, I, I don't have a reason to have stopped you, which he's not going to say. Mm -hmm. He is going to argue till the cows come home yeah. that he did not see your seatbelt on. Mm -hmm. And that because he did not see it on, he can stop you. That's probable cause to have stopped the vehicle. The problem, the problem you have is there is a lack of training with if you pull somebody over for just a traffic infraction and you realize that either one, they didn't commit what you thought they commit mm -hmm. or two, they did give them a citation in the interaction and move on. So what day. if I said, well, you're in violation of, is it a violation of my rights for me to give him my identification? Well, not yet. Not yet, because he's still in the investigatory stages of trying to determine just who, your name alone. You understand? He's verifying, and he's allowed to investigate who he's interacting with on that stop. Because he made have, the stop. Remember, he called the stop in. So I don't have to. I don't have discretion to say I don't want to give you my. You do. You always have discretion. Where is it going to? Where <laughs> where that discretion shall lead you is the question. <laughs> It may lead you to a cell. You understand what I'm saying? Because right. he's going to say, I don't know who she is. I had to take her into custody because she's now concealing herself. And it raises more suspicions as okay. to is she the person that just robbed a QT down the street? <laughs> and that's why she doesn't want to tell me her name because I'm going to find out. Does she nothing, have a warrant? I need, to, I need to find a day when I have nothing to do so I can just take it to the whole end. Yeah, I mean, people do it. Yeah. People do it. I'm and I think, you my in license. fact, there's no some people who do it and get a check from doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's there's an issue with where does the interaction end? Yeah. Where is the interaction supposed to end? Because law enforcement is not allowed to go on a fishing expedition right. and I think that to would be look fishing. for crimes. And I think that's what would be fishing because now... But there's a limit also to on the stop. You remember yeah. what the courts interpret, your Supreme Court, who says that it's... Uh, it has the inability, according to this Supreme Court, it has the inability to interpret laws <laughs> from the Constitution to current day factual circumstances. So I guess if the cop stops you, it better be in the Constitution that you aren't riding in a donkey. Because if you're riding a donkey, I'm sorry, you're going to need statutory laws before you can say that your constitutional rights were violated. Because when it was in, when the Constitution was enacted in 1870, there were no cars, no cars ma'am. So we cannot speak to whether or not the police had a lawful right <laughs> to have pulled over your vehicle. All right, I took a sidebar there. Well, it does say property, and my car belongs to me. Uh, but they don't know because you didn't give them your Exactly. Right. No, so your interaction is not indefinite, and the cop cannot go on a fishing expedition. So if you're one of those people who are saying, I'm trying to test the system. I want to test to see if the system actually works. Mm -hmm. First of all, stop right there. <laughs> it works for some people, and it doesn't work for others. Okay? So it does not work for everybody. So when you hear people saying, this is the best system in the world, pause for who? For some. Okay? 
some people, this is the best system in the world. Because when a cop pulls up to them and says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Whitman. You do have on your seatbelt. He's going to walk away from Mr. Whitman <laughs> and go back to his car and do absolutely nothing. Have a nice day. That's how that interaction is going to end. So would I be like in violation of obstruction of justice if I don't give him my ID? He can charge you with that. See, what people don't understand is factually things can still occur. Mm -hmm. Whether or not the charge will stick has to be adjudicated mm -hmm. because that's not a judge you're talking to. Mm -hmm. That's not a jury you're talking to. That's a police officer you're talking to. There's no judge and jury at the side road. It's none at the side I, of the road. I just feel like if I take it to the next level, I'm going to get a jury that say, all you had to do is comply and I wouldn't have had to be here. And that's the risk that people take by trying to exercise their the constitutional rights. And that's what people are trying to say when they say, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, they pled guilty, but stop right there. Mm -hmm. They might have pled guilty because they were scared. The 12 of y'all not smart enough to know what the law is. 12 of y'all are not smart enough to know what beyond a reasonable doubt is and how heavy that weight is. Y'all yeah. think it's a feeling. I felt like she should have. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Stop. That's not the law. Right. And unfortunately, lawyers, including myself, have the most difficult time trying to create a way to explain reasonable doubt to you. Because it's not tangible. I can't say reasonable doubt is when you see me pick up this glass. And I could just pick up this glass. And you're like, oh, okay, that's reasonable doubt. Right. No, let's, let's deliberate. It's, right. it's intangible. Yeah. And because it's intangible, it's hard to express. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So the, the rights that you have roadside, that you can exercise roadside, are not going to prevent roadside your arrest. <laughs> See what I'm saying? It's not right. going to prevent your arrest because you are talking to someone who does not make the ultimate decision as to whether or not your rights were violated. So police officers are just middlemen. That's all they are. And they have discretion. And that's the problem. Some of them think they have unbridled discretion Ask Chauvin. <laughs> he now knows he does not because he's serving time. In fact, they just sentenced him in federal court to another 25 years, mm. sir, for good measure. Mm. So he got a sentence this week also along with Art Kelly. So we're just dishing out Everybody time. You get 30, you get 25, like Oprah was giving out cars. So my point is most officers don't understand because of lack of proper training you don't have unbridled discretion be careful on how you abuse your power roadside because although you're getting away with it roadside you're not going to get away with it ultimately you will be held accountable but they're not held accountable enough for them to not enough that. for people of color oh, I see let's 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 pull up now don't you paint out that, don't you take out that broad brush which you are trying to paint this picture with. Not when it comes to people of color, mm. you understand? But be very careful because if you try that with Mr. Whitman, you're not going to get away with it. You're going to be fired, you're going to be incarcerated, and you're going to lose your freedom, and the county is going to settle their case. You're going to cost the government a lot of money. You're going to cost some money. All right, going back to the... So back to my Brett Parsons yeah. story. When I read the article about Brett Parsons' arrest, about inappropriate sexual contact with a 16-year-old boy, the article read a little bit biased. Mm -hmm. And the reason I found the bias is because the argument was based solely on the fact that Brett Parsons was the spokesperson for the law enforcement that was a member of the LGBTQ community. Mm -hmm. And I felt like the person writing the article emphasized his role in bridging the gap between that community and law enforcement to say, you can be from that community and still be a law enforcement officer. You can still be respected. You can still do your job. Mm -hmm. But the article was so biased mm -hmm. that the conduct of Brett Parsons was being scrutinized through the prism of him being the poster child mm -hmm. for the LGBTQ community. And that's what I didn't like about the article. 
There's too much to this story that the author could have focused on as it pertains to the inappropriate contact with the child and why they felt like Brett Parsons should not have been out that night, you know, riding in his car or having, you know, oral sex with any minor Mm -hmm. and all those things. But the minor, when interacting with law enforcement in this story that we're talking about, listeners, shared with law enforcement that, oh, I met him on this site, on Mm -hmm. this, this gay site that you're supposed to be 18 years of age or older to Mm -hmm. access. And I lied and I gained access. That's the site that need to say, show me some ID. I, you know what? <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Because why I, does the site why not have, have you take a picture? You have of your to take ID. a picture of your ID and, then and you, you have, have to, to upload a face, it. A face recognition. You don't even have to do facial recognition. Upload no, it. No, 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 no. Let me tell you. Face because I mean they could take anybody ID. Like when you're signing documents for like uh loans and stuff like that, and you don't have to go into the building or whatever you take a picture of your id and then they give you this like face thing and they match your picture with your id picture to know that's this who are you taking out loans with because i've never had a loan like like that well you know things change with covid i was doing it with like rocket mortgage and so to get all my documents wow i didn't know that i haven't experienced that technology yet i mean they've asked me i've had um the question in fact i was doing like a limousine rental and everything no it wasn't it was like uh, Instacart. When I worked, I did Instacart, and I also was trying to do Uber. They do your ID with your picture. You got to do your face. Okay, now that makes sense yeah. because I'm trying to make sure to picking up a proper ride, especially yeah. since Uber drivers and, and rides have been having an issue. People are getting killed as yeah. rides, and but Uber drivers are getting sh- robbed. Yeah, it, it confirms your driver's license with your face. Now that makes sense. Yeah. So if they use the Uber software... That would make sense because yeah. and, it, and it would make sense that they want to use it. I know it's probably expensive for them to implement it, but you want to implement it, especially if you want to protect minors yeah. from adults and you want to protect adults from minors lying right. and getting on there. Right. According to this article, though, the statute in Florida, Boca Raton, Florida is where where Brett Parsons was arrested. And in Boca Raton, Florida. According to the article, that statute under which he was charged does not take into account whether or not he thought this young man was 18 or age, 18 years of age or older. I find that suspect and I would have to research that statute because Mm -hmm. if it's a specific intent crime, he specifically has to intend to have sexual contact with a minor. So he's still going to beat the charge. Right. Because if the statute says it's specific intent, he has to have the intent to have had intercourse right. with a minor. He wasn't he's going to beat the charge. Right. He wasn't charged. If he's charged with statutory, statutory rape, rape he gonna lose. then he would lose because yeah. statutory, those are general intent crimes. Yeah. And general intent crimes require, I don't care what your intent was. Right. If you did this with this person and they're that age, you're you're guilty. Yeah. I just, I always have issue with, um, men and these underage people because the minute I have it with women too. Yeah, especially with women. Because you're a mother. Yeah. I don't hold women to a higher standard, but I have a problem with women getting oh, away you're with about it. Women, uh, women who have, you know, sexual. Oh, women get away with it. All the time. All, all the time. Because it's cute for a young boy to have, you know, but that's they spread daddy, his wings that's with a woman. That's daddy's fault, though. The daddy be setting that situation up or the uncle be setting it up. Oh, or, man, you got to get you got to get with a woman. Yeah, you got to get with a grown yeah. woman. But I, I'm talking about, like, the teachers. There are situations yeah. where a lot of female teachers started to get arrested. The culture was switching uh, <laughs> uh, to that for a while. All these young teachers oh, this that was... Mace, this misplaced love. Yeah, this 14-year-old boy that's just so handsome, I can't keep my hands off of him. And your 30-year-old teacher, I got a problem with that, ma'am. Some yeah. of them are even married with children, which yeah. is shocking to me that you would be a mother and a wife and still engage in that type of conduct. Yeah. I don't hold them to a lesser standard than I do the men. But the Brett Parsons case, I, I, the article to me was suspect. And, and I have a problem with, with people who are journalists who call themselves journalists and they tell a story from a biased perspective. And I can just see the bias all over the writing yeah. because the writing is not focused on the topic at hand. It's focused on everything except that. And you I have just, one sentence about what. I'm going to go with what the baby is then said. Why are we in the parking lot? <laughs> 
Because <laughs> <laughs> we can't, why, right, but we like, can't why we be at the, the house. Why we, why we can't go to the hotel? Room? Why we can't why go we to the house? See, and that's my issue with him is because he's a law enforcement officer. You law enforcement. He should know better. You should know better. Yeah, he should know better. You in, you in the parking lot with someone that. No, but you don't have to be in a parking lot. Why are you on the road? Why? Why, why can't you? The, yeah, can't you find somewhere street? else? Why are we in the street? Can't you decorate the hotel room like a street? Right. <laughs> I know. So why are you in the streets? Get doing you this? some car tracks. You know, in the cars. <laughs> and then because you are in this, you're in you're in the community where you have a lot of different transgendered people, and you have gay young gay children who you see a lot of times are selling their their bodies. Yeah, you know for what I'm money. saying for money. They're trouble, and they go through these little. Don't processes. take advantage of them. Exactly, they go through these little apps and this to to try to you know experiment. Let me let me see if I can experiment because he could be experiment and circumvent the law. Like I go to the app and say, "Let's meet up," compared to being on the street, right? And sell my body. I'm, I'm they're not gonna let me in at 16, right. so I'm pretending I'm. You know that this is the this, better way to get to adults that exactly. can give me money. You know that this is happening. So why are you perpetuating what you're trying to lock up? Well, and that's the, my issue. The problem I have too is some of the statements he made, according to the article, allegedly made, mm-hmm. is that he was saying, "Yeah, I'm a cop. I know how this <laughs> works," and that he was trying to you know, grasp favor from the police yeah. officer, the arresting officers. I know what this is about. And, you know, I know what this, because you know, he was not arrested at the scene. He had left because he wouldn't speak to law enforcement. And then that's another thing. If you're not doing nothing wrong and you think he 18 and y'all just having a little powwow and no money is why being exchanged, why you leave the scene? Why you you a police officer. Yeah, you stay here. You and say, hey. Not, and it's not that you Do are, I know you guys? Yeah, he's my friend. I yeah. met him on. And it's not that Maybe you, because he knew it was unlawful for him to be engaging in sexual conduct where they were. If it was a park or, you understand what I'm saying? Because, you know, some parks close and people like to go to those parks in their cars because they can't go to a house because they're either married or they have parents. So in one way or another, you breaking the law. Yeah. So that maybe that's the reason. I'm just trying to speak to the reason yeah. why he could. He felt the need to flee because he's thinking. But then you lead this. Young boy. Young boy. <laughs> like you think he's going to be smart enough to handle law enforcement. Right. You, you know the games right, you played right. with 16-year-old boys you, when you were active. Going, oh, I know how this goes. Yeah. But why yeah. you ain't? Yeah. But you now shouldn't you have got him. a whole witness testimony Because I wanted to you. say I don't know him. That's what I wanted to say. And if I said I don't know him, then maybe law enforcement was going to walk away. And that was just going to be the end of it. Now, oh boy, from what the article said, oh boy was testifying. <laughs> Like, he was testifying. <laughs> he went in. Like, he went in. I, I let me tell you what happened. Really, but I didn't like the fact that they described him as a young, skinny, scrawny. Yeah, yeah that to me, you they made you, it too. You far reaching. You far reaching, and and it kind of borderlined attack on the LGBT. You know, on his work with the LGBT community. You see what I'm saying? I, like it was like see, I, I, I I read it more so like like you should know better because. This is the community that you represent. It's so many. When it's like Barack Obama, he can't do nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? You can't look at another woman. You can't. You got to make sure every verb is conjugated because you represent the black community. So when we look at you, you represent every black person ever. You're a police officer that represents the LBGT community. That's about doing the right thing and this and that and that. So you can't do nothing wrong. So with that being said. I said, I saw it as you should have known better. You should have made better decisions. You can't be out here. You arresting people for doing the exact same thing that you, you were doing. doing. It's so, the hypocrisy, it's man. The, yeah, That's why yeah. sometimes, you know, when I see law enforcement in court or I see prosecutors in court and, you know, it might be a minor infraction that the client's charged with. And I'm like smoking weed and, you know, you just you just got. No, no, no. You just finished you- the cocaine. <laughs> the line this saturday yeah you just finished the the line this this saturday (laughs) and you want to sit in judgment of my client and i'm going it's less than an ounce that was another that was another thing that i saw on netflix where they did a uh there was a crime scene uh not an investigator no the lab tech yeah (laughs) i saw that i saw that netflix it was a lab tech listeners and she was taking all of the drugs out of the lab 
that she was supposed to be testing. So it was their, say, for example, their GBI, their investigations agency in the state. And she's supposed to be testing all the drugs and giving the report back to the prosecutors right. for prosecution of the case. And she started taking the drugs. But let me tell you something. The funniest part of that Netflix series is her mother's interview. And they they the cases were dismissed because they had to dismiss yeah. hundreds of cases yeah. because she wasn't testing the cases. And then she was lying and completing false reports right. about how these drugs she was testing the drugs and they were coming and back positive them, and then and then put putting back, back fake bacon soda <laughs> and all kinds of stuff into the evidence. But the funniest part of the series was the mother who was interviewed by Netflix. And the mother said, well, my daughter says that they know that they were drugs. They didn't have to dismiss those cases. because She said, I wouldn't be taking them if it wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I tested it. Guess what? And I tasted, I tasted it, it. And, and I, I was high on the job. Trust me. Girl, your drugs was real whether I tested it. And let me tell you, like, all the way crack to... Like she was a complete, she was on crack too. Yeah. She, so crackheads make Because she decisions. started running out of powder. <laughs> yes. She started running she out started of drugs. Crack. Yeah. She made crack hey, like this. She started <laughs> making drugs out of some of the drugs because she was running out. Yeah. And then and she was also crazy. dipping um, from the uh, the tester comparer. Like the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, and it that, got too low. <laughs> it got so low she had to pour something in it. She was pouring rubbing alcohol back in. This wait girl. a minute. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. She was going through the drugs so fast. She was having to come up. Take a little taste. Yeah, she was How having How many tastes were you taking? Did she only take a taste at a time? How many tastes? She was having to refill the jar because the jar was going down too low. And then and then the and the and the, the other one, because they was all in the same state. The other one they had two workers for the whole state. One was taking they were the drugs, overwhelmed, man. and then the other one was just like, just signing off on anything. Sign it, sign just it. Like, it's, yep, it's, it's positive. It's drugs. It's, it's drugs. And then she, they said she was sweet on one of the prosecutors, <laughs> so she had a crush on one of the yeah, prosecutors, and he was making sure that was clear in the series. I don't know her. I don't know she her. and I have I'm not been married. in a relationship. I'm a married man. I don't know what y'all talking about, but she was sweet on him, <laughs> yes, and she, she was, was texting him, going, "How about that conviction I got for Wait! you?" And she was Talk all excited. Some, talking about some, you know, texting him from a fake. From a fake account, like you know, she's not married anymore. We need to hook her up. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. That yes. one was crazy. But moral of the story is that if you get locked up for a drug charge, get your own testing. Hey, <laughs> motion for independent drug test to make sure. Because you know what? To be honest with you, I think that the government agency sometimes is. Is There's, it cahoots? Yeah, it's potential corruption. Right, potential especially corruption. when you get the emails that say, you know I got that guilty. Yeah. No, but I've, I've had cases where I've subpoenaed the records from the government agency responsible, who's supposed to be a completely separate entity mm -hmm. from the prosecutor's office. And they call the prosecutor and say, can I can turn I this them? over? Yep. Whoa, 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 pull up. Excuse me, you're an independent agency. <laughs> I am sending you a lawful Open subpoena. Records Produce request. the reports <laughs> and stop asking the process. That's like the referee going, foul, weep, blow the whistle. Excuse me, Falcons. Do you, do you think that's a foul? You know they ain't asking the Falcons. What, the Falcons what, be uh, what, losing. What does that look like, Falcons? No, what do you think? You talk about they asking. Uh, they asking uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, Brady. What do you think? What do you think? Should I should I call this foul? Should I not call it? What do you think? And the other team is like, what? You're the ref. Right. You can't ask the other side if they think. You think that's a foul? How? I just don't understand, like, how are we even getting anything fair if the agency that pay your check is the same agency that pays my check? Because it's two different budgets. I have my $2 billion over here, and they have their $4 billion over there. And they're banking at Bank of America, and I'm banking at Chase Bank. Are you kidding me? But we lunch Get out and here. holiday Lunch and holiday and party and weekend and 4th of July and dinnering. talking nicely to each other, dinnering. Making and, your schedule. And you want me to believe y'all didn't discuss that case? Let me tell you something. Oh, we're ethical people. We don't discuss the case. Well, we, okay, well, okay. We, we went to court two times. The first time when... The judge was like, I eat dinner with such and such. So yeah. I didn't let her yeah. know. Yeah. That one. And he was talking about eating dinner with the prosecutor. The prosecutor. Excuse me? What? 
You eating dinner with the prosecutor? And you said that on the record? Oh, for the record. We're when concerned. I say, whoa! <laughs> I mean, we're whoa. concerned. And then the other one. No, like that was supposed to make us more comfortable. Hey. Okay, Judge, we feel really good now. <laughs> we're comfortable now. We, oh, he eats dinner. Yes. Okay. Oh, we feel really good. You're going to be really <laughs> fair and impartial now. And then the second time was when, all right, Judge. They had the whole calendar and everything. All right, Judge, so when do you want to do this case? I feel like we should do it on this time, this time, this time. You good with that? Oh, do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. The prosecutors that control the calendars. I thought I thought the court was supposed to control the calendar. There are jurisdictions where the prosecutor's office sends out the court notices. Where's the clerk? Why is the elected clerk not sending out court notices so that we don't have to worry about a prosecutor? And listen to me. The same prosecutor will show up in court and ask for a warrant for your failure to appear <laughs> after mailing the notice to the wrong address. <laughs> what? Yeah, this we is sent it out. Hey, um, we're gonna we're gonna ask this for is a crazy. Is. You can't if that's not a conflict of interest, then no such thing exists. All right, Nipsey Hustle. That's no laughing matter. No, it's not. Nipsey Hussle's friend-ish, I guess, <laughs> got a conviction in L.A. for first-degree murder. He got a voluntary manslaughter on the other individuals who he accidentally shot. I think the jurors got it right. And the reason I think the jurors got it right in this Nipsey case is not that I don't believe that the defense put up a good argument that, hey, we think it's crime of passion. So in California, if it's a crime of passion, then the jurors get to convict the defendant only on voluntary manslaughter. Mm. So he gets an opportunity to at least get sentenced to time that would allow him to come back out of jail okay. before he dies. But on the Nipsey part, I think the fact that he and Nipsey talked about snitching, and according to the defense, Nipsey accused him of being a snitch and cooperating with law enforcement. And that ticked him off and created a crime of passion where he got so angry he couldn't control himself. And that's why he shot Nipsey. But unfortunately, there was a nine-minute break in between him shooting Nipsey because he went to go get chili cheese fries. <laughs> Sir, oh, that's terrible. moral of the story, when you want to argue crime of passion, you cannot go get chili cheese fries in between the argument and coming back and shooting and killing the person. You can't do that. There was a witness who transported him to get the chili cheese fries, a female who says that they were in a quasi-semi-relationship because she just met him. She had only met him a few months earlier mm -hmm. before the shooting. She became state's witness. Of course, her attorney was smart, got her immunity, and she testified for the prosecution that, yes, she drove the defendant over to the chili cheese fries and she drove back and she said she thought Nipsey was cute and she took a selfie with him and was posting the selfie because she was so excited to have met Nipsey and he was a star in the community that was giving back and all this good stuff and she posted the photo and that's the last photo that was taken of him before he was gunned down mm. by this defendant Eric Holder think about the name yeah Eric Holder sir you had a successful name I you know. didn't you didn't Listen, use that for good when they when I first saw the article about e Eric Holder I you said, was like Eric Holder Eric killed Holder, Nipsey you, <laughs> you didn't left from this from the White House to, to the, murder in LA from the White House to the prison <laughs> to the outhouse <laughs> to, the <laughs> to the prison house <laughs> yeah it was it was just it was yeah, sad it sounded like she was a part she wasn't a cop. Well, you know, that's why her attorney felt the need to get her some immunity. Thank yeah. God she had a good lawyer because yeah. if she didn't, she'd be foolish enough to get up there, testify to all of that. And then the state could turn around and prosecute her. But yeah. because she was granted immunity prior to her testimony, she don't have to worry about charges. I heard about this case. I was in the hair salon and I heard about this case where this guy murders someone and has the girl he was with bury the body. Did you hear about that? No. And that's accomplice after the fact. <laughs> Accessory after the and fact. And her argument was that she um, thought he was going to kill her. Oh, so she committed the murder in fear. So she was forced. She did, coercion. She, coercion, yeah. I was coerced. But, and my life was threatened. But, I mean, I think she, uh, I think she might have got charged, but... Like they might charge her with a involuntary or a volunteer. Yeah. 
my thing is, is that once that happens and he drops you off somewhere, you could tell somebody. That's when you call the yeah, police. Yeah, you should have called the cops. And now. you let them know where you the You can't wait is. till the cops come to you. Right. She waited for the cops to come to her. <laughs> you you get free, you, you have to go immediately once you to law enforcement. Off, yeah. Then when you like, buried it, you're like, all right, you dropped me off at my house. All right, thank you so much for your ride. I appreciate boom, boom, boom. Now one one, what's your emergency? We're gonna keep this to hey, ourselves. Quiet, quiet. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> but they I'm on the first phone of, I can get to. He was in like a Mexican gang. So she was like, Oh, I was just scared and I know I couldn't write him out. Yeah. I had to wait and, for y'all to get here. Yeah. Now and girlfriend. I guess this was his, this was her baby's father. And that's Oh, that's even worse, ma'am. Yeah. You got a connection to him. Yeah. No, you're going to jail. You going mm-hmm. to jail. You're going to jail. You don't go you go to jail if you don't call in and tell him where the body is. Absolutely. Yeah. You're also going to jail if you're a parent that keep giving your son a gun when he's been threatening to kill the family, <laughs> oh, the family dog, the kids, and he shoots up a school or shoots up a 4th of July parade. Mm-hmm. All right, listeners, what are we talking about? The 4th of July shooting. That is sad story. Law enforcement is looking into this young man because it has been alleged that months before, a few months before, his father signed off for him to get the purchase of this weapons that he, the weapons that he had that the weapons, the weapons or the weapons, the weapons or the weapons. <laughs> but it was more than one. So put the S on it when you say it, please. <laughs> Daddy knows that he threatened. So, OK, so this is a story prior to the 4th of July shooting. This young man seem to have gotten his hands on a few weapons. We don't know how many. The number is out there, five or six or something like that. But prior to that, somebody in his family called 911 and said, law enforcement, we need your help. He's threatening to kill the family and kill himself. And then the same law enforcement agency, of course, this is Chicago, right? In Illinois, had an ability to do a check because remember that the application, the, the, the application to get the firearms required the father to sign off on it in Illinois because he was not of age to purchase these firearms. And the father signs off and lets the young man gets access to these firearms, knowing that there was something mentally ill going on with this kid. Yeah. Now they're looking into, should they charge the father? The father has been talking, and that surprises me a lot, <laughs> that no attorney in his jurisdiction or no family has reached out to him to tell him, Shut Sir, up. Shut up. you have the right to remain silent. You right. What you lack right now is the capacity. Listen, when... When they started telling you you're about to be charged, you want to just explain away. Yeah. Yo, before sh- they come, let me explain. before we come, let me tell you, this is what was going on. And I always was told to have to start from the very the beginning. beginning. <laughs> Every time I tell the story. <laughs> that is not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be quiet. Do you realize that even being quiet sometimes still gets you civilly sued? Because Gabby Petito's parents have sued the young man who killed their daughter and killed himself. Mm. You know that, right? Mm-mm. And they filed a motion to dismiss. And despite them not saying anything, their lawyer putting out a statement is now being considered against them mm. because of the Johnny Depp verdict. Mm. Where Johnny Depp was held accountable for $2 million dollars. For his lawyer saying that Amber dusted up the place and put all kinds and staged an intervention and then called the law enforcement. How so, how is that? How does he even? I he's mean, an agent for Johnny oh, Depp. Okay. So they're saying the the lawyer for uh, the the young man's parents is an agent. When he put out the statement that we hope you find your daughter, that they knew at that time that Gabby was dead. And they knew what was going on and they gave the parents false hope and it was cruel and unusual and the law in yeah. that to me it's far reaching. Here's why it's far reaching. They don't have a legal duty to tell nobody right. what their son said. And in fact, because there were rumors out there that they might know where their son was prior to their son's body being found, right. they could have been criminally charged. Right. So I could see the criminal exposure that had them say, no, 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 but we don't want to look insensitive. Please tell them we hope they find their daughter because we do hope they find their daughter. Right. How are you going to prove alive. I knew she was dead? <laughs> how do you, how can you prove that? We hope you find your daughter dead or alive. alive. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that's my point <laughs> look at it for yeah <laughs> my problem is 
how you gonna hold these people <laughs> to a legal standard that don't exist exactly so you gotta be careful folks if you if you open pandora's box in the law you're gonna have to deal with it yeah but you think you can close it back because you're going no 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 we're just opening it for this case <laughs> we're definitely not opening it for everybody's case <laughs> but back to my fourth of july story daddy you need a lawyer Dad, get off the radio, get off the television, stop doing interviews. I heard one of your interviews, sir, and I know you're saying you didn't know anything about that incident where he tried to kill the family or threatened to kill the family, threatened to kill himself. You're going to have a problem, sir. Text messages are going to be out there. Mm -hmm. Cell phone calls are going to be out there. Emails are going to be out there. They're going to investigate. They're going to find the evidence that you either knew or should have known that it was not smart to put guns in the possession of of your son. And it's hard it to shut up. It is hard to shut up. You want to talk, don't you? You want to talk. You want to talk. First of all, especially if you're a person who always going to defend yourself. Because I'm going to tell you how this works out. Let me tell you. Because you know how people like to say, I should have been a lawyer because I like to argue. Yeah. All right, go ahead and argue yourself into go some jail time. Yourself right into the jail. <laughs> Just right into the jail. And that's episode <laughs> ending for Diva Court. On moral of the story, listeners, shut up. Two words. And as we say here on Diva Court, we'll drink to that. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Don't forget to look for our episodes every Wednesday, listeners. Don't forget to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Find us on Spotify. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Apple. and Google Podcasts. Google. And don't forget to look for our videos each week, each Wednesday, because we push them, push them, push them out for you. That's what we do. And as we say on this Diva Court episode, as we close finally today, <laughs> we'll drink, drink to that. that. Or are you done? Yeah, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Stop talking. Shut up. Just zip, zip it. it. <laughs> zip it good. <laughs> Take the ride and wait for your first appearance. Are you finished or are you done? <laughs> Both. <laughs> we got to drink today. <laughs>